0: Let's talk about getting in the mood. That's right, the mood. You know, when you want to get intimate or perhaps after you've already gotten intimate, be it by yourself or with a partner, there is something you need to have on your nightstand and that's Mod. Mod is redefining what sexual wellness and modern intimacy looks like. They are creating this whole new chapter in the outdated sexual wellness industry. Mod makes modern body safe and high quality essentials for before, during, and after sex. They have a whole variety of products like vibrators, lubricants, and condoms. Their products are absolutely beautiful with a lot of attention, paid to design, sustainability, and simplicity. Basically, if sexual wellness had a name, it would be MOD. Honestly, these are products you want to be seen in your bedroom instead of hiding them. They will take you places you have never been before. And guess what? You are all getting a treat from MOD As a partner, MOD is giving $5 off your first order on all products. With the code Renegade. Head over to getmod.com, use Renegade as your promo code, that's getmod.com, and use Renegade to get $5 off your first order. Enjoy the mood setting. This is
1: Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
2: You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: The two-party system in America that we have today is a result of the Civil War. The Republican Party stood to abolish slavery, and the Democrat Party stood to abolish the Republic. For years after the Civil War, the Democrat Party created Ku Klux Klan, killed black political leaders, kidnapped heads of families, and leaders of churches and community groups. In 1870, John Stevens, a Republican state senator who advocated for the rights of African Americans, was murdered in the Caswell County Courthouse by the Ku Klux Klan as part of a terror campaign being carried out by the Democrat Party. By the end of the century, the Democrat Party helped foster several radical left pro-communist groups, such as the National Labor Union, the Revolutionary Socialist Labor Party, and the Social Democratic Party, In the 1900s, the Democrat Party's new radical left began killing members of law enforcement and government officials in several major U.S. cities, which culminated in 1920 when U.S. Attorney General Alexander Mitchell Palmer ordered a series of raids that targeted these leftist organizations. By the 1940s, the Democrat Party had to go underground with their communist plans to overthrow America. But this did not last long the leftist media soon labeled this pro-American movement as McCarthyism and portrayed it as un-American. During the early 1970s, with the support of pop culture media, the Democrat Party's Weather Underground started riots, murdered police, and bombed government buildings, including the United States Capitol building. And today, the Democrat Party's anti-American communist crusade has grown into an unstoppable force with the support of Hollywood, the big banks, corporations, and private think tanks, as well as the majority of the Republican Party. Today, the Democrat Party's radical BLM and Antifa are able to murder Americans in cold blood and burn down cities while law enforcement defends them and the average American supports them. What we are witnessing today is the final act of the destruction of individual liberty, natural law, and the Bill of Rights. And what follows will be a tyranny unlike anything we have ever seen in recorded history because the average American no longer cares about freedom. Today's liberal Democrats are all on board with illegal wars for profit, imprisoning their opposition, and exploiting the most innocent among us, our children. The American people have become fat drunk and stupid, with swollen egos incapable of seeing even the most minute flaw in their own character. The American people have become so dumbed down that all the enemy has to do is lie. And no matter how radical the lie is, they will believe it. Some of us would gladly die for freedom. Thousands already have. But unfortunately, most of us will do nothing but comply. The biggest cowards in all of human history can be found today in America because with only the slightest bit of courage, we could turn this all around. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
1: What's up guys this is savannah hernandez at dc pride as you can tell i'm very excited to be here at this family friendly event that smells like snoop dogg's house and where people are openly
4: drinking alcohol in the streets let's go check it out shake my ass shake a little something you know what i'm saying
5: have more gay sex she spoke for it she said it all
4: okay y'all so we're in washington dc
1: celebrating pride why are we here today why is this important
4: my um, pride is very important to me. I just came out as pansexual this past year. This is actually our first pride, so we're just seeing things that we've never seen before and accepting all kinds of new things, and it's just been amazing.
6: As a trans woman, I just feel so alive here. And I-
2: You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
5: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. It's American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. You're watching us on Infowars.com and band.video. Very exciting show we have for you today. So many videos to get to, and we'll be joined by Chase Geyser in the third hour. He'll be in studio. Maybe we'll be taking your calls. Regardless, I will be taking your calls throughout the show. Today, we'll open up the phone numbers nice and early to make sure we get in enough. Lots to talk about today, so let's just get right into it, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for the 13th of June, 2022. Trump's big lie takes center stage in second January 6 hearing former Trump campaign director Bill Stepien and Georgia-based U.S. Attorney President Trump Wade firing are among those who will testify Monday as the January sixth show trial works to show how the former president forged ahead with plans to remain in sp- power despite being quote told again and again he didn't have the numbers to win.
7: <clears throat>
5: yes, folks, Trump's big lie take center stage, the show trial will be investigating thoroughly the claims that Trump made about election fraud and debunking them one by one. K- kidding, of course, they're not going to do that because they can't because the claims that Trump was making, he didn't come up with. No, he was repeating those from researchers and investigators and normal American citizens who recognized beyond any reasonable doubt that what happened in November of 2020 was a criminal enterprise to completely subvert the United States election. So no, it'll be part two of the show trial coming tonight. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see what witness testimony they've plucked three or four seconds out of, completely out of context to give people the wrong interpretation. I can't wait for the next iteration in this episodic show trial we have going on. It's what happens when you're entire country is run by hollywood executives slash and or by which i mean pedophiles moving on bipartisan gun deal announced no assault rifle uh, no assault weapons ban and no raised minimum rifle age we will get into this a little bit later a bipartisan group of senators announced a deal on gun control legislation sunday in the wake of a recent mass shooting though the compromise excludes president joe biden's assault weapons ban and raised minimum wage for rifle purchases The deal includes Republican priorities such as expanded mental health services and school safety, which is just – oh, it's just the worst. It's all just the worst. You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be a policy wonk to understand how off the mark all of this stuff is. Funding for safety – school safety resources may be the only part of this bill that might potentially maybe kind of go towards protecting children. Funding for school-based mental health and supportive services. This is my question, because of course this bill invests in programs to expand mental health and supportive services in schools, including early identification and intervention programs and school-based mental health and wraparound services. This is being proposed to supposedly prevent mass shooters, particularly young mass shooters, targeting schools. Will this A be used to prevent school shooters committing violence? Or B used to put rambunctious boys on mind-altering psychotic drugs? Will this be used to punish children who are committing crimes in the hopes that holding them to account early on means their antisocial behavior won't increase into the future, perpetuating the school-to-prison pipeline? Or B, will it be used to further indoctrinate your children, this time with a state-approved priest of the state religion, the psychologist there to inform and educate your children on why all of the things they see with their eyes are tricks of their mind. And you have to take drugs to get the chemical balance back better. What does this have to do with gun control? Absolutely nothing, nothing at all. No, but that's the way the Democrats work. I'll explain it all to you in just a little bit. We're going to do a Democrat proposal flow chart that will illuminate everything this again one of the craziest stories i covered yesterday on the sunday night live if you want to see a more thorough breakdown or i will probably cover it again today because it is one of the most important stories i've ever seen i think patriot front leader among those arrested near idaho pride long story short you had a pride parade in idaho you had dueling protests go on there you had antifa show up and you had the uh, Patriot Front show up, uh, and uh, only one side got arrested. There was no violence. There was no clash. There was no riot. There was no interaction between the groups. But that's not what they're arrested for. No, they're arrested, arrested for, quote, conspiracy to riot. Conspiracy to riot. In other words, protesting. Yes, they were arrested for protesting. See, they brought shields because they knew Antifa was going to be there, and they know that if Antifa decides to attack Patriot Front or any right-wing group, the police will not protect the right-wing group. But if the right-wing group fights back against Antifa, they will go to jail perhaps for years. Just go ask the Proud Boys. So they bring shields so they can at least defend themselves while still attempting to you know, exercise the First Amendment. So – this is horrifying. It really is horrifying. So apparently, the police had uh, informants in Patriot Front, who apparently told them, "Oh yeah, the Patriot Front's going to go riot," and so they arrested all of them and charged them with conspiracy to riot, including uh, the leader. So January sixth was a big event to get a lot of dissident leaders. That was maybe the modus operandi they were going with at the time. Hold a hold a you know fake event, move the police out of the way, let the people. Into the building, then arrest the dissidents. But now if you're, just a, if you're just a completely nonviolent group of protesters that's all dressed the same and have shields to protect yourself from the leftist agitators, uh, then you'll just be arrested, charged with conspiracy to riot. And it'll be a planted federal agent in your own ranks who probably encourages violence and then tattles on himself to the authorities and gets you all arrested. It's, it's pretty insane what's going on here. But, you know, it's patriot front, though, so I I don't know. I've heard they're white supremacists and Nazis, so maybe they deserve to be arrested for not doing anything. Maybe their thoughts are actually dangerous and violent, and so they should be arrested for the things that they think or the words that they say or when they gather together in a group. Maybe just arrest them because they're patriot front and they're bad, and I'm sure it's going to stop after that. I'm sure once they get patriot front, that will be it. That'll be all, and it won't set a precedent or be any sort of slippery slope. Just let them constrict the noose that much tighter. It really is completely insane. And we will talk more about that. I'll show you the videos with the police uh, you know, talk, saying basically that they set the whole thing up and then arrested them despite no uh, actual crime occurring. Incredible stuff. Meanwhile, New York Times has this article. What a change from a few years ago. A migrant of caravans is heading towards the U.S. border. Well, OK, it's a statement of fact right there. No judgment, of course, no outrage. Just it, it just is a caravan of migrants is heading towards the U.S. Some 6,000 migrants, many of them from Venezuela, set off from southern Mexico uh, last week as leaders from across America meet in Los Angeles to discuss issues, including migration. Look at all these poor, innocent women and children struggling just to find a bit of safety in this world. Getting, of course, for our radio listeners, we are looking at an image of nothing but men, nothing but young, fit men in uh, brand new clothes. Uh, They don't look poor. They don't look desperate. They don't look like refugees. No, they look like invaders, and that's exactly what they are. But it it is a refreshing thing to see the New York Times actually admit that what they are looking at with their eyes is is real. It's nice. It's good to see. I I don't know if you remember four years ago when there were headlines saying Donald Trump makes up a caravan. Donald Trump is claiming that a caravan is coming towards the southern border. Can you believe this? We are not going to fall for these racist lies of Donald Trump. (laughs) Fast forward four years and they're just like, hey, another sixth caravan on its way. (laughs) Hey, by the way, this month's caravan is uh, getting closer and bigger and angrier, so... It's good. It's good to see them tell the truth every once in a while. Final story here from InfoWars.com. New study concludes lockdowns caused at least 170,000 excess deaths in the United States. But if it saves just one life, it's worth it if it saves just one life. If what saves one life? Killing 170,000 people.
6: Laws. Whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy, Insurrections. we will follow the facts wherever they lead. Domestic terrorists. The
3: days of independent media are numbered. The government has made it illegal to oppose them. They are now debanking us behind the scenes. They want to bankrupt us and make us go away quietly with practically half the population wanting to lock the unvaccinated up in camps. The traitors know they can shut us down by force, but that would accelerate the awakening exponentially. So be it. Make them silence us by force. This is the final battle of the information war. Give now. Buy products. Donate. Before everything changes, we need you to carry us through to the end. Victory or death, Go now to InfoWarsStore.com.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, we have the truth. We have the smoking gun evidence. We know what happened during the 2020 election, how the deep state-controlled Democrats stole the election. All the proof, absolutely cut and dry. There's no denying it. It's the film 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza, and we have the DVD with the expanded extras available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also get the DVD with massive discounts when you get it with other films like Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, and the new COVID Land, The Shot, Part 3, that just came out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the film every American must have. This is the most important documentary ever made in U.S. history because it proves that a major presidential election was stolen and it shows how they did it and how they're planning to do it again. Get 2,000 Mules now at Infowarsstore.com and show it to every one you can so they don't steal the next election.
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
5: young boy five my be welcome back ladies and gentlemen what a weekend it was this weekend what a strange set of headlines I got to go through yesterday on the Sunday evening show what a bizarre collection of madness we have captured on video from this weekend. The uh, state religious ceremony known as uh, Pride Month is in uh, full swing at this point. I covered a lot of it yesterday, but in case you missed it, in case you are, uh, you didn't tune into the Sunday evening show, but our loyal American Journal viewer, I want to play couple videos here this is from uh, savannah hernandez who was at the pride march in washington dc we're gonna go to clip uh, 23 here this is uh savannah interviewing a couple people she starts with uh some little kids and asks them you know ha- about their journey to arriving as they are now looking like weird ghosts and pale geisha style makeup while remaining completely outside of, and I guess, uh, in opposition to the gender binary. Here's, uh, just some of the, the very clear headed, you know, morally secure, you know, strong foundation, really a lot of stuff going on upstairs for these people. They've got things figured out. And, and this shows it clip
1: 23. Um, I'm gay. <laughs> what age did you know that you were gay?
9: Um, I think at, like, ten, I knew that I... I think at ten, but I wasn't, like... I, I wasn't clear on my gender. Yeah, I...
5: knew I she think was it, gay, it was but didn't know what like gender she was. Ten as well, when I, st- I started questioning if I was bi. Okay. And then since then, it was kind of like a,
1: a slippery slope, because I kept... I was like, am I bi, omni, lesbian? And then I, I'm kind of,
5: like came to the point, and now, recently I've been like, am my pan? But then I, like, I think now I'm starting to realize that I'm queer, but yeah, it was, it started around 10, it wasn't like, fully formed, but I guess like that's when I realized, wait Can I just pause real quick? Yeah, Just, just to be very clear, especially in case you're a radio listener and aren't, and can't see the image on the screen uh, these are girls probably in 8th grade these are probably 13 year old girls uh I doubt either one of them has actually had a sexual experience. So it's a little weird, isn't it? It's like, well, I was bi and I didn't know if I was poly or if I was pan or if I'm genderqueer. And it's just like, well, you've never been with anyone ever. So what What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like we're just – I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's very weird having – a very in-depth, like clearly their identity is centered around sexuality that they are too young to have even experienced yet. Like it's – it's very weird. It's very weird. This whole thing has nothing to do with acceptance. It has nothing to do with homosexuals just being able to live their lives and not being discriminated against because of you know, how they were born. Just – just so we sort of reorient and go, oh, right, that's what this was about, I guess. The, the entire idea of pride, saying, look, we were born this way and we're not going to be ashamed and we don't want to be discriminated against because of who we choose to love. Fine. That's great. It's great. What is this, though? <laughs> that's all fine. I'm fine with that. Great. I don't. Here's the deal for our gay viewers, for our trans viewers, your sexuality is something I don't care about. OK, I just want everybody to know that if you're gay, if you're a lesbian, if you're a trans person watching this, I, I frankly don't care. I don't care what your sexuality is. I, I could not care less. Are you a good person? Are you a nice person? Are you a decent, smart, intelligent, thoughtful, caring, clever person? Like, who, who are you? Oh, you're gay? Great. Great. OK, that's nothing. That's, that literally doesn't mean anything <laughs> to me. It's weird that you define yourself that way. I'm judging you on the fact that you think your sexuality is your identity. Very strange. Very, very, very weird. (laughs) I don't need to know. I don't care. I don't need to know. And children don't need to be attempting to define their own personal identity based on sexual proclivities they've never embodied. It's just so bizarre. It's so bizarre and weird and wrong and creepy and strange. It has nothing to do with homophobia, being anti-gay or anti-trans. It has to be anti whatever this dislocated, fabricated, purposefully indoctrinated mental illness is that we're dealing with. Okay, so let's go back to the poor, mentally ill, abused children desperately trying to explain who they are in terms of who they have sex with, despite the fact that they're both young enough that I don't white girls in this country don't don't have sex in middle school It just doesn't really happen that much so let's just be clear i mean it is now now that you know the middle schoolers are going to have like little sex rooms in the back maybe you know maybe we'll be brave new world you know fully sexualized infants pretty soon but for now just so we know these are little children identifying themselves with something they've never experienced it's just, uh, very sad let's go back I am genderqueer, trans mask, and queer. What's trans mask? Trans mask is like people under the non binary umbrella identifying like, or presenting mask. You're a confused little girl.
9: Yeah. What about you? I'm
5: so sorry um, about I'm what they've I'm done to you. I'm
9: trans and uh, un- my sexuality is mm-hmm. unlabeled. Unlabeled. Um, I use he, him pronouns. Yeah, and I use he, they pronouns.
5: She's off-brand. what you
9: guys identify
1: as. We're asking everyone here today. Gay, she's
5: an off-brand sex... <laughs> cis cis Store-brand uh, sexuality. What is it? Cisgender male. There we go. I don't know. All of the adults gender, don't even, like, mutual. really care.
1: Gender fluid. I think that's what they said. I don't know. I'm
6: confused.
5: Yeah, she's gender fluid.
6: Do so you identify as gender fluid? Her
5: tits are female. Oh, the rest yeah. are gender fluid.
6: Her it. I feel like, honestly, honestly, it should not be a bad thing. Like I've talked to people who go with they and them. I'm like, well, in the. Well, grammar, it
5: is weird because it's depersonalizing, but
6: I like, guess
5: you're dehumanizing yeah, guess yourself enough.
6: It. Because it's like you're you so I'll it. call you it.
5: That's it. fine. Yeah, you're an it. It's like it
6: shouldn't be a bad cool. name. It should just be owned. Gay. gay. gay.
10: Yes. What? Yes, I
5: lo- that that man girl. is gay. What?
10: <laughs> Um, pronouns are he, him. Sometimes, you-
5: homo flexible. Really, I do like some women, but I'll call you gay. Always You're gay, man. bro. Homo, homo fluid. What did he just say? Fluid, sexual. Blech. <laughs> These people. Good lord. Good lord, folks. Again, what could this possibly have to do with? Like, like, what are you trying to? What are you trying to achieve? I don't know. Is there such a thing as too far? Because we can look back in the 70s and 80s, and you can see you know, gay bashing taking place and uh, sort of hateful behavior, people really being bullied just, just for being a little inf- effeminate. You go, ah, that's, that's not good. You shouldn't, you shouldn't label somebody just because they don't fit in this certain box. We hadn't gone far enough by that point. And by the 90s, I think we'd gone far enough. Now, I think we've gone too far. Can we just say that? Can we all get together as Americans, gay, straight, lesbian, whatever, trans? Can we all come together and go, yeah, this is too far? It's too much. It's too far. It's not helping anybody. This isn't good for anybody. It has nothing to do with acceptance or tolerance. This has to do with weird perversion on the streets of America. I don't
8: care if you work in a cafeteria or pump gas or whether you're a farmer, a rancher, a doctor, a lawyer, or a millionaire. Fortune and Money Magazine have all done these profiles. You see it every year. 30 different tax returns, 30 different answers. 50 different tax returns, 50 different answers. And almost all of them just screw you over, especially the big firms and and, and the big tax groups, because they're part of the system and they don't want the general public understanding this and knowing this. So it's a very important situation with inflation and all the things out there hurting everybody to be able to do things tax-wise that's legal and lawful that allows you to keep more of your money. We wouldn't even be here if I hadn't gotten great tax advice in the last few years. The only way you fail is not writing down the URL, jonestaxrelief.com, one word, jonestaxrelief.com, or call 833-900-4285, 833-900-4285. Infowars.com. Is tomorrow's news today?
2: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video.
5: Uh, I gotta say, I love InfoWars. I just I think about InfoWars. I'm really glad. I, I'm really glad I work here. Of course, we're going to talk about social issues. We're going to talk about war in Ukraine. We're going to talk about the criminal COVID reaction. We're going to deal with a lot of real modern, you know, political reality. But meanwhile, our online chat are cursing at each other over ancient uh, Egyptian gods like Horus. <laughs> We, we run a wide gamut here at InfoWars. You don't really know what you're going to get. In fact, I was tempted to actually play this uh, newest video on Bandot Video. Do angels breed a race of giants? Did angels uh, breed a race of giants? It all comes together here, folks. Ancient mystery religions from far-flung and long-dead civilizations, as well as our own civilization, decaying and declining and collapsing in real time. It's all part of this great continuum of history that we're just here to document and try to make some sense, sense of. I hope you support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We do rely on you, the audience, going to InfoWarsStore.com, purchasing the products to keep us on the air. It is our only source of funding, and boy, does the media hate that. Lots of hit stories. I I have a feeling that they time hit pieces against Alex Jones – for when he's on vacation, I think they wait for him to go on vacation, and then they start launching attacks against InfoWars, primarily against our method of funding, acting as if it's somehow bad or dishonest for us to sell products to an audience, like like every retailer in America. It's capitalism. See, they hate it because we're using tools of capitalism and tools of uh, you know American economy, which is still somewhat protected because it's the the lifeblood of our entire civilization so they they can't exactly tell people well you you can't sell this product even though people want to buy it uh, unless there's some sort of you know safety reason or or something that they can prevent it but uh, because Alex Jones foresaw what was going to happen knew that we were going to get kicked off of these platforms like YouTube and others that so many rely on we created a system in which we don't have to rely on anybody we just have to depend on the american people and if you don't like what we're doing don't like what we're covering and don't like how we talk about things you won't support us and if you get the products and don't think they're good then you won't buy them again that's why we have great products and that's why we try to tell the truth as much as we can and you know not flinch away from the horrific news while also not succumbing to the therapeutic uh uh hopelessness of just uh, going, ah, oh, it's all screwed, you know, run away. No, we can change things. We can get back. We can actually right this ship and, uh, you know, sail once again with the wind at our backs as a country, as a civilization, as humanity, as a whole. And uh, if you resonate with that and if you appreciate that there's a completely independent organization out here trying to tell the truth, please go support us at Infowarsstore.com. It really is necessary. Now, we're going to talk more today about what we can expect tonight on the January 6th event, it's going to be a very long day for me. Get, got started nice and early. Could not get to sleep last night because I made the mistake of drinking caffeine to try to pump myself up for the big Sunday night live show. So then at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm laying in bed going, well, that, was, that was stupid, Harrison. That was a very dumb thing to do. Drink Turbo Force, drink coffee. 6 o'clock in the evening when you have a show the next morning. But I'll be up tonight watching the January 6th uh, show trial Dog and pony show kangaroo court outrageous violation of our most basic freedoms. I'll be up tonight watching that and clipping it so we can have the rebuttal to present tomorrow, the defense to tonight's prosecution. Uh, But we'll be talking about uh, gun control and the latest measure passed and what we can expect to uh, see from that. But I'm going to move on from Pride. I covered it quite a bit yesterday. And uh, also, again, one of the most important stories from the Daily Dispatch, the arrest of the uh, Patriot Front guys – Uh, I spent a good 30 minutes on it yesterday, so go to band.video and find the uh, clip from Sunday Night Live uh, talking about that if you're interested in more and seeing the videos of that. But we've got so much other stuff to cover, I don't want to retread the same uh, ground over and over again. In fact, what I want to do now is go to a couple videos of some absolute fire that was spit at the Houston ISD school board by two concerned parents. We'll go first to clip number 17. Here's a parent in the Houston ISD area alleging at a meeting that a teacher took his underage son to a drag show with a sex offender without his permission. This complaint in this video has since launched a state investigation by the governor. Uh, But here's the parent of a child completely at a loss as to what to do when it is the schools, the authority, the government entity itself who is the one abusing and corrupting your children. Let's watch.
9: Uh, my son attended Sam Houston MSTC. Uh, his teacher, Mr. Pat- Patrick Pickler, he was his chemistry teacher. He was also a writer for About Magazine, an TVQ magazine. He published an uh, article with a lot of students, uh, and a lot of students them without authorization. He recruited my son. He also took my son to a track show when he was underage. Uh, uh, he, he took him uh, to the track show when he was underage and uh, it, it was really bad it was a really bad experience um, he also put him next to this uh, sex offender while he was he was out there with my son there's a lot of stuff that, uh, that nothing got done uh, I have a lot of info a lot of videos text messages police uh, Hsd has a lot of messages it was really bad
5: uh, you're out of time, sir. Please shut up and go away. I mean, I don't know if people, I guess they have the idea that, like, because it's a governmental authority, because it's like a school teacher, they somehow have the right to do this to your children. Just take it on an interpersonal level. If you, you know, Ask your neighbor to babysit, and you come back. You're like, yeah, how was it? And they're like, oh, it was good. You know, we, we put up the inflatable swimming pool, and he swam a little. And then, you know, we had a snack. He ate really well. You know, I had a lot of applesauce. My gosh, he loves applesauce so much. Uh, then I, you know, was talking. I explained to him anal sex, okay? And I showed him uh, what toys in, in sex play is for, and uh, and then we watched uh, you know a drag queen show. And I I put him in a little dress. I brought a dress over. And I put. It- You'd be like, what the? Hold on. After the applesauce, I, I was – I heard everything up until you talked about applesauce, and then my mind just went blank, and I, and I just saw a f- sort of a fuzzy red blob. So – sorry. Explain to me again. What did you do to my son? What did you do with my son without my permission and without telling me? Who the hell do you think you are, right? It would be an act of you know, child grooming. It would be abuse. It would be something that parents would not let happen, right? And when it's a school, somehow it's, it's as if it's not as bad. No, it's worse. No, it's worse when it's a school, right? It's worse when it has the backing of the state. It's worse when it's the authorities empowered and paid by your tax dollars doing this and, and hiding it from you. It's horrific, but people are waking up to this. People are realizing it. And here's a woman. Her Twitter account is GabsClark5, GabsClark5. Uh, here she is spitting fire at the Houston school board. And I hope we can take this energy, maximize it, make use out of it. Here it is.
6: Hello, my name is Gabrielle Clark. I filed the first federal lawsuit against woke indoctrination in America. My daughter goes here now, and I will not tolerate any kind of indoctrination of my daughter at all, period. Three of those people that Jackie talked about, I found lawyers for this morning. We're done with that. We're done with our children being groomed. We're done with having to deal with boys' and girls' bathrooms. We're done with all of that nonsense. Everywhere around this country, people are sick and tired of listening to all of this yaggity-smaggity about equity and inclusion and all of this nonsense, when we really need to be talking about reading and writing and math. We're done with that. Y'all need to get your budget right. Get this school district right, because we are sick of it. All over the country, we are sick of it. Parents are done with this nonsense.
5: Amen. Amen.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, high quality storable food is back in stock, ready to ship right now. We've not been selling food for three months because it was taking several weeks for the food to get packaged and delivered to you. Most other companies are completely out. But now they have a large spectrum of high quality food ready to ship. Everything you find at PreparewithAlex.com or Preparetoday.com is in stock, ready to ship. So go to PreparewithAlex.com or Preparetoday.com and order your high quality storable food right now. ready to ship to you and your family, with the inflation happening, with the food shortages, with the wars, with the collapsing borders, everything's happening. Is one of the most important decisions you can make is to have high quality, storable food, water filtration, air filtration, and more. And it's not just those items; it's hundreds of other high quality, preparedness items and survival items right now at PrepareWithAlex.com. That again redirects to PrepareToday.com. I would not procrastinate, ladies and gentlemen. One of the most important things you can do is get ahead of inflation now because the inflation is just beginning. The scientific dictatorship that I've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational. The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential, research is essential, getting prepared is essential, and warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. Infowarstore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because of the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like Bodies, vaso Beats, and others. So get them today at Infowarstore.com. And I thank you for being part of the resistance.
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
5: back ladies and gentlemen lots of stuff going on of course we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, january 6th we'll take your phone calls in the second hour joined in the third hour by chase geyser he'll be in studio with us maybe taking your calls we'll see we'll see what we feel like doing you know there's a uh, here it is all right got to prepare things here okay So we're going to talk about gun control in this segment before we get into the nitty-gritty of what the actual proposal is and how the Republicans who have been tasked with the sacred obligation to preserve our foundational liberties uh, have completely turned coat and uh, are hanging us out to dry. But before we get into, again, the the particulars of the bill, I'd like to to do a little flowchart here. I'd like to explain a very simple uh, grift that the Democrats are involved in. Uh, and it goes a little something like this: It goes, uh, Democrats propose bill, right? And you know whether it's a it's a real issue or not. You know whether the thing that they're claiming is uh, a big problem. You know whether it can be fixed. It's it's a complicated thing. The bill itself is usually just full of bureaucratic fat, right? Surplus, corporate interests, lobbying interests, all sorts of uh, other nonsense, but. That's not included in the title. The title is what's important, and so they title their bill something unobjectionable that acts as if this bill is the solution to a major problem. So in this case, a major problem may be your, your ice cream melts too fast. So the Dems propose the stop ice cream from melting bill. It's, it's, a, it's a major problem in this country, and we need, it, uh, we need to have it solved. So then you've got two options. It either does not pass. The Republicans shoot it down, and they don't let it pass, which is sort of the best it's, – it's a, it's a win-win for the Democrats because if the bill that they propose, the stop ice cream from melting bill, doesn't pass, then from then on, they can just blame Republicans. They just get to blame Republicans forever. People say, hey, my ice cream is melting. They Well, the Republicans didn't vote for the stop uh, ice cream from melting bill, so that's why your ice cream is melting. And we see this time and time again, and it's not – Like far-fetched, right? They have the like provide baby formula bill. Does nothing to provide baby formula. Pays a bunch of FDA salaries and expands a bunch of uh, oversight organizations that actually caused the baby formula crisis. It wouldn't have actually solved the baby formula crisis. And so Republicans look at that and they go, this bill is nonsense. We're not going to vote for it. They don't vote for it. And then anytime the baby formula crisis gets brought up, the Democrats go, well, the Republicans didn't vote for the bill, so it's the Republicans' fault. If they had voted for the provide baby formula bill, then we would have provided baby formula, but they didn't vote for the bill, so it's their fault. It's a very simple little trick they play, but what if it does pass? What if the bill actually passes, gets through the Senate, You know, they, they pass it, uh, he, Biden, Joe Biden signs on his desk the stop ice cream from melting bill. And it passes. Well, then you're left with two other options. Uh, Either it solves the problem or it doesn't. So if it does not fix the problem, which is usually the case, uh, then what you know is that the Democrats will never, ever, not once in their entire history have they decided, well, it's because our bill was wrong. It's because – what we proposed as a solution to the problem wasn't an effective solution. So let's roll it back and let's hit the you know thinking table and let's figure out a, a better solution. That has never happened in the history of democratic politics. Now, what happens is they say, well, it's because you didn't give us enough It's because we don't have enough. It's because we just need a little bit more. And uh, by the way, at least we tried. At least we tried and we will take credit for trying. At least we're out here trying something, right? Stop your ice cream from melting. What are the Republicans doing? Nothing. They're doing nothing to stop ice cream from melting. Sure, it may just be a fact of life. It just may be a a aspect of immutable nature, but it's not acceptable. And so we're trying to change it, and we we failed to, which means we didn't do enough. We don't have enough money. We need to double down. The entire, you know, the the new apparatuses of government—they'll remain. They'll stay there. They didn't solve the problem. They were formulated to to uh, you know tackle, but. They're not going to go away. We're going to double down. We're going to do even more. Obviously, we did not get enough funding. And that's if it doesn't fix the problem. But what if it does? What, what, on the, what about on the rare occurrence that it actually fixes the problem that they're trying to solve? Now that, like I said, almost never happens. You can think of very few times in, in history where the proposed solution to something actually does the thing it's, it's supposed to do. But if that does happen, usually what ends up happening is you find out later there is a whole host of other issues that have come up. Just a huge amount of other unforeseen problems that we actually all foresaw and that were completely ignored. So in this case, it would be something like, well, yes, you stopped ice cream from melting. It worked. You fixed the problem. Ice cream doesn't melt anymore. Unfortunately, you did that. By embedding microplastics into the ice cream or putting some bizarre untested chemical in the ice cream. So, yeah, okay, you you solve the ice cream melting problem. But now we have 10 million kids with cancer. Right now, we've got a whole host of other issues. And of course, what is the answer to that? It's another bill. Right. It's the stop childhood cancer from eating ice cream bill that the Democrats propose. And once again, we enter into the top of this little flow chart. And they do this time and time again. And really it's, it's this first two uh, separation that, that makes the most uh, difference, right? Is that if it passes, it doesn't matter if it fixes the problem or not. It's the passing of the bill that matters. And they get to say that they are trying to do something to pass it. And, you know, even though they've gotten everything they wanted, and everything's gotten worse, uh, it's not their fault. It's because they didn't have enough. They need to do more. Double down continually uh, over and over. But most importantly, what they sort of really want is for the bill not to pass so they can then just blame Republicans because they didn't vote for the nicely named bill. If your ice cream melts, it's because the Republicans didn't vote for our stop ice cream from melting bill. It's their fault that temperature melts ice cream. It's, it's a Republican's fault. It's not nature and certainly not you know anything Democrats done in the past. If you think I'm, I'm joking about this, just think about some of the latest ones. I talked about the baby formula. Crisis. Provide baby formula bill, all right? Well, it does nothing. It, it pays the FDA. By the way, the FDA is the one who shut down inappropriately and without justification shut down the baby formula plant. So why we'd be giving them more money, that makes no sense, but it doesn't matter because the bill didn't pass. So now Democrats get to point at Republicans and say, see, they didn't pass the bill. And it really is that simple and stupid. Like that's how opaque, like obvious this scam is. And they do it over and over and over again. They did it with the price gouging. Right. Inflation has been up and up and up and up, keeps going up, been up for a year and a half at this point. Everybody's been talking about it. Uh, What, four months ago, Bloomberg wrote that article saying it would cost the average family five thousand dollars a year. God only knows how much it'll cost the average family now. I know it's costing me fifty dollars every time I go to the gas tank, the doubling of gas prices. Everybody recognizes this. Everybody knows that the cause of this is a myriad of very complex issues that are intertwined with each other, and all sort of have their root at democratic policy in the first place, the lockdowns, the shutdowns, the war in Ukraine, the sanctions against Russia, all of these have been inflicted, the the canceling of the Keystone XL pipeline, all of these have been inflicted on us by Democrats. They are the ones that have caused the inflation. They are the ones that have caused prices to skyrocket everywhere. It's not price gouging. These people aren't just making inordinate amounts of money. They are having to spend more on their Raw products that they, whether it's, you know, the raw oil or, or whatever, they're not, it's not price gouging is the point. It's Democrat policies. It's a complicated issue, but they propose the stop price gouging bill. Republicans look at it and go, this is stupid. It's not solving anything. We're not going to vote for this. And then they get to say, well, it's because they didn't vote for the, well, you're not allowed to complain about prices anymore because you didn't vote for our bill. Like that's how it works. You're not allowed to complain about it anymore because you didn't vote for our bill. Even though our bill wouldn't have solved anything, if it did solve something, it would cause a whole bunch of other problems to the side. Another good example, just from recent history, would be the Black Lives Matter defund the police. The problem it was trying to stop was the murdering of unarmed black people. Now, this is an interesting version of this flowchart because the problem that they're approaching, it doesn't even exist. So it's even more nebulous and dislocated from reality. But they're trying to solve the problem of police murdering unarmed black men without reason doesn't actually happen. So the the bill they propose is defund the police. So they do defund the police. The problem of black men being killed by police did not go down at all, not even a little bit, just as much, if not more encounters with between police and, and young black men just as deadly. So no problems were solved, but they did cause 10,000 extra murders last year, they did cause the collapse of safety and uh, you know, decency and just a whole host of other major, major issues, crime rates just through the roof countrywide. So you, you vote for it. Democrats get to say, see, we're doing something. See, we're on your side. If we hadn't voted for it. All the problems that happened, well, it wouldn't have happened, but then Republicans would have gotten blamed Ladies for and it. gentlemen.
8: We have the truth. We have the smoking gun evidence. We know what happened during the 2020 election, how the deep state-controlled Democrats stole the election. All the proof, absolutely cut and dry. There's no denying it. It's the film 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza, and we have the DVD with the expanded extras available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also get the DVD with massive discounts when you get it with other films like Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, and the new COVID Land, The Shot, Part 3, that just came out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the film every American must have. This is the most important documentary ever made in U.S. history because it proves that a major presidential election was stolen and it shows how they did it and how they're planning to do it again. Get 2,000 Mules now at Infowarsstore.com and show it to every you can so they don't steal the next election.
2: You're watching The American Journal... Watch live right now at Video.
5: Welcome back, folks. Still to come in today's program as our second hour begins on this Monday edition. You should know that the talk behind the scenes is all about whether Horace uh, truly is the recipient of the blessing of set or what. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. No, no, we're talking about uh, the fact that the government is. Openly and actively trying to destroy our First and Second Amendment. That's actually what we're doing. Hey, if you want to call in, tell us what you think about ancient Egypt or whatever, we'll talk about it. I've recently become very well informed about ancient Egypt, actually. Fascinating place. Give us a call. You can talk about any and all topics. Again, later on, we're going to talk about January 6th, what we can expect to see tonight. We're also going to show you some video, some behind the scenes, some withheld evidence from the January 6th committee. We'll also be talking... Continue to talk about uh, gun control. We'll talk about a little bit more about LGBT uh, nonsense and uh, so much more. So give us a call about whichever topic you desire. The number to dial is one 877 That's one 2539 Give us a call now, and uh, we'll answer all of your Egyptian deity-related questions. So Senate has reached an agreement on gun control. How foolish we were, right? See this gun control pass through the Congress, and go well. It did, but it'll get stopped in the Senate because we have a well, almost equal playing, you know, playing field there. They'd have to get a bunch of Republicans to go over to gun control, and Republicans know that, that is not possible for them. I mean, they know that the American people recognize what's really gun control is really all about. It's not about preventing death. It's not about stopping sh- school shooters. It's about Gaining control. It's about setting the stage for what they want to do next, just like in the same way that you know, kicking everybody in the military out who cares about the Constitution, who has a Gadsden flag or you know, recognizes individual liberty and knows the, the limits that the government is supposed to be restrained by in the Constitution. You get rid of those people because they're going to cause trouble if you give them orders that are contradictory to the Constitution. So they're setting the stage for whatever they want to do next. And gun control is a similar measure. So Republicans know that. The Republican people know that. So thank goodness the founding fathers set up the Senate to be a more deliberative, calm, level-headed place where, yeah, sure, the House of Representatives, they can come up with all sorts of crazy stuff. They can be moved by the vicissitudes of you know modernity and it doesn't matter because we have that solid rock of the Senate preventing things like this from passing. Except, oh, yeah, I forgot we're completely infiltrated by rhino Republican turncoat, false scumbags. <laughs> you know, Apparently on Sunday night, we don't have to beep things. Sunday night live, it doesn't go out on the radio, so we get to curse on Sunday night live. So it's a luxury that uh, I sure miss in the mornings here on radio, here being withheld because Boy, there are some very choice words I have for these Republican morons. Senators reached a deal. Ten Rhino Republicans are reported to join Democrats in a 60-vote threshold. The deal does not include Joe Biden's proposal to ban assault weapons or high-capacity magazines and raise the minimum wage uh, age of purchasing firearms to 21, but it does expand background checks for individuals under 21. Additionally, the deal includes Republican uh, proposals like expanded mental health services and school safety measures. However, the agreement would incentivize states to pass their own red flag laws to establish gun purchase restrictions on individuals a judge has deemed a threat. Biden thanked the Senate for getting a gun control deal ironed out, despite the fact it doesn't ban assault weapons, saying, quote, it does not do everything I think is needed, but it reflects important steps in the right direction, he tweeted. With bipartisan support, there are no excuses for delay. Let's get this done. Let's get this started. Are they going to be satisfied? Of course not. Not even a little bit. They're going to immediately try to expand on this. Do you realize what you're doing? You have in front of you an insatiable beast, the drooling, slathering maw of a dragon, and it wants to eat you, and it keeps telling you, I want to eat you, I want to eat you, and uh, you're sitting there going, well, let's just just give it my finger, and then it'll be satisfied, and then it won't try to eat me. You're just feeding its bloodlust, you morons. Don't do this. We'll show you more on the other side.
2: You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
5: We're doing it again, folks. They're wetting the appetite of the insatiable beast. The rhino Republicans in office and tasked with that most sacred duty of upholding and maintaining our foundational and inalienable human rights are once again completely... Abandoning their posts and surrendering to the Democrats—just a, just a simple compromise, right? Just a simple, easy compromise, and this will and this will put it to a rest. You know, Democrats are just so insistent; they constantly want gun control, gun control. It's exhausting. It's exhausting hearing them demand our rights over and over again. So let's just give them a little bit, and just give them a little bit, then they'll be satisfied. We won't have to talk about this anymore. We won't have to go over this over and over. We give them what they want. You know, gun deaths go down. They'll be satisfied. You know, we see the compromise works. We see there's some sort of middle ground to get here, except uh, there's one little issue in that, and that the, the Democrats are psychopaths. They're, they're, they're bloodthirsty. They want your rights, and they can't get your first right till they get your second. So they're going after that right now. I'm not just speculating. Democrats are saying this. This is the craziest thing. For the first time in a very long time, again, egged on, you know, encouraged by very mysterious mass shooting with a bunch of inconsistencies and a bunch of bizarreness going on behind the scenes. It looks like federal or state agencies are somehow complicit in this action. It's all very weird. But ignore all of that. Focus on guns. So, in this emotional high that we're experiencing they're going to try to pass this right now and as they pass this first major you know leap towards greater gun control first major surrender and retreat on behalf of the republicans in a very long time the democrats don't wait a single day before announcing their intention to take the tiny step they've been given here and go full force ahead right They aren't seeing this as a victory. They aren't seeing this as a compromise. They aren't seeing this as reasonable, common sense coming together of two sides. They're seeing this as, oh, the Republicans just blinked. The Republicans just retreated a little bit. We just got a foothold on the Republican land. Now it's time to charge. Now it's time to launch the full offensive. They cannot, and they're they're so open about this. Like they cannot even wait a single day. Biden thanked the Senate for getting the gun control deal ironed out, but says, I do not think uh, it does not do everything I think is needed, but it reflects important steps in the right direction. He tweeted with bipartisan uh, support. There's no excuses for delay. Let's get this done. Important steps in the right direction. In other words, you've got you know two forces opposing each other. You've got this, this pseudo wrestling match a Republican and Democrat, and the Republicans just took a big step back towards the uh, outer edge of the ring. Big, big step towards just total loss, total failure. The Democrats aren't going, all right, now we'll come back this way a little bit, and we'll, we'll go back and forth. You get some of what you want, we get some of what we want. They're going, they're on the back foot. Now we drive. Now we push harder. Biden sort of hinted at it there. Important steps in the right direction. But it didn't quite go far. But we appreciate your help in this, Rhinos. We appreciate your help, Republicans, in getting a step in the right direction. So he said he hinted at that they're, you know, true intent, pushing this even farther. The uh, governor of New Jersey was less tactful or subtle in the way he put it. Phil Murphy, governor of the state of New Jersey, issued this statement immediately after achieving this unity in this uh, compromise, he said, quote, and while this agreement is only a narrow first step, it is recognition that the ability of the gun lobby to block any and all common sense gun safety laws by its mere presence is waning and that reform is possible. The door has cracked open. We must open it wider. So make no mistake about what the Republicans are doing right now. What we want them to do is be there as the security guards at the door, adding more locks, Adding the anti thief barrier bar, right? Putting in alarm systems and cameras to increase the protection of our Second Amendment. What they're doing is they're unlocking the door and opening it for the criminals. They're going, well, it's compromise. Well, it's just compromise common sense, you know? Open the door and unlock it for the criminal. Well, what's the compromise? What are we getting from the criminal? Ah, mental health reform? Okay. What is that? What does that mean? I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. Just insane. So again, going back to this uh, InfoWars article, we can see what's actually in this bill. Has things like this. Intervention orders provides resources for states and tribes to create and administer laws that help ensure deadly weapons are kept out of the hands of individuals whom a court has determined to be a significant danger to themselves or others consistent with state or federal due process and constitutional protections. Interesting. Seems like uh, to be consistent with state and federal constitutional protections, this would not be passed as a law. We're not getting rid of your first or your second amendment. We just want to infringe it a little. We just want to infringe it a little bit. Where does it say we can't infringe your right to own arms? Just a little bit. Of course, like I was saying with the with the flowchart, who knows what unintended consequences this will have? All I know, if you're in a state that has these laws and you like having your your second amendment right, if you're going through some sort of mental crisis, definitely don't go to the doctor, right? Definitely don't try to get help for it because the doctor will probably call you dangerous and turn you over to the state and then they'll come and take your guns away so and like this is the thing people don't consider they're just like yeah well crazy people shouldn't be allowed to have guns that makes sense yeah you don't want crazy people with guns it's like no you're not saying you don't pass a law and then all of a sudden like as if by magic crazy people no longer have guns what you mean is that people who the state deems crazy will have their arms forcibly taken by them from other men with guns and you're disincentivizing people who want to maintain their rights who understand the constitution you're disincentivizing them from going and getting mental help so now these people are going to have guns and not have any mental help because they know if they try to go get mental help they'll get their guns taken away it's a bunch of other you know side effects that they don't consider and this is one of those like well if, you know it solves the problem but creates a whole host of other crazy issues right and one of the best examples of that just going back to the to the flowchart idea right is the uh, school to prison pipeline law that they passed in Florida to prevent students from being arrested by police and getting a uh, you know a rap sheet criminal rap sheet and being sent to prison. They wanted to prevent that, so they just stopped calling the crimes crimes they stopped punishing the crimes they stopped like keeping track of and documenting crimes, and so then they said the crime rate lowered right the problem they were trying to fix was children being sent to prison for the crimes they commit now they solved that problem by just not sending them to prison the crimes continued and actually got bigger and what happened was you ended up missing people like uh the shooter the stoneman douglas N- nicholas whatever shooter who then went on to, to kill a bunch of his classmates that's the unintended side effects right that's that's in that best case scenario for the Democrats where they propose a bill, it gets passed, it actually solves the problem, solves the problem, right? Solve the problem of high crime rates by not documenting the crime. Hey, problem solved. Good job, guys. But the unintended consequences were a massive spike in actual crime, literal undocumented crime, as well as the mass murder of you know, dozens of students in a high school. So you can expect a lot. More stuff like this. So intervention orders are just red flag laws, and they are uh, unacceptable because they're simply incentivizing the government to deem dissent as mental illness, which they already are doing. Right? They're already calling climate change a mental health crisis or a uh, a public health crisis. They call racism a mental health crisis. Right? And they're passing laws from this. So you know they'll they'll maybe put you and they'll put you to the test. Right? And if you Show any proclivity of appreciating your culture or your history, preferring one race over another, just even on a instinctual level like babies do. Uh, then you're a racist, which means you're insane, which means you're dangerous, which means we need to take your guns. Okay, It's, it's just not hard to figure out where this goes. And I, this is how you know the Republicans that call themselves Republicans aren't – they're not stupid. They know what this is, and they're still going along with it, Okay.
4: So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some turbo force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, turbo force. It is giving me the vitamins I need like vitamin C to keep me healthy and the essential B vitamins plus the amino acids for sustained energy giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints, thanks mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough have to take on a marathon. Good news, TurboForce, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day. And soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age.
8: Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead.
11: Yeah, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man.
8: I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand? I'm ringing the alarm. If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? You know what, Alex? Hey, I put him on pause again. Hey, Frank! Do you understand it's not bragging to say, we are the tip of the spear, we're under attack, we need your help. As much begging as I do, we can barely pay the bills and grow in the face of this. I'm not going to just stop growth and let them start pushing us backwards. You understand? I need your help, Frank. I need your help, Frank.
12: Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and help fund the InfoWars.
8: Do you understand? I need your help, Frank. Free press needs your help, Frank.
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. You
5: know, the real real sweet part of Red Flag laws. The fact that they've been working for a while on basically framing anybody that believes in the Second Amendment and likes guns as a crazy person, right? Common sense gun control insinuates that if you're against it, you don't have common sense. You're you're crazy. You're an insane person. So uh, that, I think, is very convenient, is that having guns makes you a crazy person, and being a crazy person means you're not allowed to have guns. Isn't that convenient? Isn't that nice how that works? It's a mental health crisis that we're dealing with, this love of guns. See? It'll be in the DSM-6. Right? Believing that you're, that God put you in the wrong body, and that you're actually a a girl, but you're in the body of a boy, that's not mental illness, okay? Wanting guns is. I mean, this is the world that we're headed towards. Firearmophile firearm a It's pretty good. I like that. You're a, uh, yeah, an ammopath pa- ammo or something. Yeah, an ammopath. Yeah. Just, just horrible. Look, she's got to be crazy. This image makes me scared. I'm scared. Stop her. Stop her. I'm scared. Take her guns away. I'm very scared. <laughs> Literally the, the argument that they make. Uh, so let's take a, a quick look at s- some more of um, what's being suggested here, what's being Proposal's going to be passed, right? Uh, intervention orders, that's red flag laws. Horrific uh, abuse of combination of the police state and the uh, mental health industry. They also are suggesting investments in children and family mental health services and national expansion of community be- behavioral health center model, major investments to increase access to mental health and suicide prevention programs and other support services. Uh, available in the community, including crisis and trauma intervention and recovery. Good, I guess. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, mental health in this country is just, just a giant scam run by the pharmaceutical companies to sell chemical lobotomies to their uh, you know, willing test subjects. So that's fine, I guess. That's great. Pharmaceutical companies will make out uh, very big in this. Whether we'll actually help, who's to say? Who knows? I don't know, but it will it will create more disconnected and zombified lobotomized uh, walking dead stumbling around your uh, community protections for victim of domestic violence. Convicted domestic violence abusers and individuals subject to domestic violence restraining orders are included in in ICS, including those who have or have had a continuing relationship of a romantic or intimate nature. So, as we know, uh, people never file false restraining orders. And again, this is, you know, if you think about it, maybe this could protect some people, kind of, maybe. I mean, again, I'd like to see the evidence. I really don't, I really can't imagine that this would solve that many problems. If you already have a restraining order on somebody... That should be enough, but you're going to go take their guns too. So now you've just weaponized restraining orders to where people are actually denied their right. Like Restraining orders should be very easy to get. It should, really shouldn't be an issue. It should just be a request and an approval, in my opinion, right? Because I think you should be able to go, hey, look, I don't want this person around me anymore. I need a court order to keep them away. And the judge should go, all right, done, boom. You don't, that person doesn't have a right to bother you. They don't have a right to be near you all the time. So, boom, he, he can't come within 500 feet of you. If he does, call the cops. We'll take him away a beautiful thing. It's an amazing thing. It's part of living in a society, right? This is this is good. It's a good thing. So why would you want to add the destruction of someone's rights on top of that? Now it's not, now it's not just, okay, he's got to stay away from you. It's, okay, he's got to stay away from you, and we're going to send police to take his guns from him. Is this incentivizing people to uh, make claims of domestic abuse to get Guns taken away from, you know, just to be vindictive to somebody? Is it really helpful? It's not. It's not helpful. But they're doing it anyway. Just another excuse to uh, enact red flag laws, which are just a Trojan horse for total confiscation. Funding for school-based mental health and supportive systems. They're going to invest in programs to expand mental health and supportive so, uh, services in schools. So that's good. We'll have, I have an agent of the... Uh, pharmaceutical industries in the school they're with the children making sure that they're appropriately medica, uh, medicated funding for school safety resources hey maybe the only thing that's good in this but even that it's like yeah we'll just make our schools more like prisons that's a good idea clarification or de- definition of federally licensed firearm dealer to crack down on criminals who illegally evade licensing requirements I'm sure the cartels and the uh, criminal gangs care a lot about that <laughs> Telehealth investment investment programs that increase access to mental and behavioral health services for youth and family crisis via telehealth under 21 enhanced review process providers under 21 years of age requires an investigative period to re- uh, review juvenile mental health records, including checks and state databases, local law enforcement penalties for straw purchasing to crack down on guns who illegal uh, criminals who illegally straw purchase and traffic guns. 10. Republicans joined this, including rhinos like Senator Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, Susan Collins, and Bill Cassidy. With 10 Republicans on board, the Democrats should be able to clear that 60-vote threshold to pass gun control bill that will then head to Biden's desk, and that, again, will just be the starting pistol for the race of total confiscation. That's obviously their goal. That's obviously what they want. They obviously want that because they intend to do things for which you would want to shoot them, and the Republicans in name only, such as Lindsey Graham, once again contribute and help the enemies of this country and our people to further oppress and restrict our rights. With that, we go out to the phone calls. Uh, see Mike in Seattle wants to talk about Egyptian pyramids, but uh, quickly, since we only have about two minutes left, we'll go to Marcus in Ohio. Marcus has another five conspiracies for me to rate. You know how the game is played. The rules are simple. One means I completely disbelieve the Official story and believe fully in the established conspiracy version of events, and ten means i 'm fully on board with what everyone says to be true in the mainstream media Marcus five new conspiracies for me we've covered the yes, the typical we've covered the typical ones I, th- I have a feeling we're about to get weird i'm ready i'm ready to play
12: all right good morning, sir. here we all go right. number one project Bluebeam
5: ooh project bluebeam uh, i'm like a Wait, 10 is, I believe, the official story. I'm like a 7 or an 8 on that because I think it's been tested. I think it's been talked about a little bit, but I don't think it's anywhere near operational.
12: Okay. How about the advanced warnings of the Pearl Harbor attack?
5: I'm um, uh, Wait, I think I flipped them around.
12: Yeah, you did. I was going to let you go, though, since okay. you're in charge.
5: Okay, so, yeah, because I want to say I'm a 10 on that, as in I completely believe that, yes, we knew not only knew that Pearl Harbor, the attack was going to happen. I mean that's basically a historical fact at this point, but we allowed it to happen on purpose to satisfy FDR's uh, warmongering and wanting to get us into Second World War. So, okay, I'm sorry I, I said you. the wrong way. So 1 means I believe the official story. 10 means I believe the conspiracy. So 10 on Pearl Harbor. Correct. All right, I had you down for a
12: 5 on the first one, a 10 on the second one. Come and then head. on the next three, you only have a combined total score of eight. So here we go. Um, the Admiral Richard Byrd diaries or testimonies, whatever you want to call them, uh, as far as Antarctica.
5: Oh, oh, yeah, the Antarctica experience. Oh, uh, ooh. yeah, I'm like a seven or eight on that one, too. Definitely weird stuff going on in Antarctica. I don't know if we've ever gotten to the bottom of it, but certainly go back and look at some of the stuff the Nazis were up to and some of the things that have taken place since world war ii on antarctica there's definitely some strangeness happening we'll be back with uh, the last two on the other side a lot
8: of listeners have told us it's hard to find out of the thousands of great items at then all the storable food so we've made it easy with our great partners that supply us with the highest quality storable food out there at the lowest price you're going to find for good food Preparedtoday.com. go to preparedtoday.com and And protect yourself and your family with what's coming and what is already unfolding with global food shortages. I told you over two years ago, the globalists were going to have massive inflation and food shortages, and it's happened just like clockwork. And I'm telling you, it's going to get a lot worse. They have designed this. The way to beat them is to buy food now before your dollar is even more devalued. We are ready to ship to you right now at preparetoday.com. And not just horrible food, hundreds of the highest quality survival and preparedness items in stock at low prices, ready to ship to you right now at preparetoday.com. You can also use the URL preparewithalex.com, and it takes you there. Take action. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
2: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch back, Watch live right
5: now at band.video. Marcus in Ohio has a couple more uh, conspiracy theories for me to say what I think about them before we uh, take some other calls. So, Marcus, I'm like a three or four on Project Bluebeam. I don't think that's a, a major threat right now. I think they have other ways to, to fake things. Uh, Pearl Harbor definitely was an inside job and purposeful in order to uh, create the atmosphere to get America into the Second World War. And uh, Antarctica is for sure the site of very mysterious goings on. And I think uh, Admiral Bird was probably a uh, respectable source on that. So uh, you got two more for me, Marcus?
12: Yes, sir. This one I got you pretty low on how about uh, birds aren't real.
5: <laughs> have you ever seen baby birds marcus you ever seen a little baby pigeon f- hey, hanging i'm not out with-
12: i'm not going to comment too much after the last time i got intercepted on the call if you remember
5: oh that's right yeah yeah so- uh, no i you know this might be a controversial take here birds are real birds are real folks okay. the earth is one. yeah i'm one on that one
12: and then this one um the simpsons prediction
5: Uh, I think, you know, it's funny. I was actually talking about that with, uh, Chase Geyser yesterday. We were talking about, uh, South Park and, uh, and Simpsons and the way they predicted stuff. Uh, I think it's a matter of scale. I think it's just a matter of, uh, they throw so much stuff at the wall. Some things stick. Yeah. And they've, and they've sort of got their, their finger on the pulse of, um, of you know, society anyway. So uh, I don't think their predictions were premeditated. I think it's uh, mostly just coincidence. So I'm pretty low on that one, maybe a two or three on that one. I, I don't want to give the Simpsons writers too much credit now. If you can, if you right. can predict events 20 years in the future, why can't you write a decent episode? That's, that's my question.
12: <laughs> awesome. I would like to leave everybody with a quote. Uh, you got to stand for something or
5: you fall for anything. hundred percent. Hey, keep calling in because This is really fun. I, I really enjoy doing <laughs> this. I think uh, the audience <laughs> likes you. it too. Thank you all for all you do. Thank you, sir. Uh, that was Marcus in Ohio. I think we're just going to get weirder and weirder, folks. Every time he calls in, we're going to get five new conspiracies deeper down that rabbit hole. Uh, with that, we go to Mike in Seattle who wants to talk about the Egyptian pyramids. Thanks for calling in, Mike. You're on the air. Harrison. What up? Can you hear me, sir? Yes.
1: Awesome. Hey, uh, I'd just like to say thank you to you and your team for always being there for us. Um, products are great. They've changed my life oh, in the fantastic. last three years. Um about the pyramids, so you know they used to be covered in alabaster, correct?
5: right, they must have shown I mean, can you imagine seeing that gold yeah. gold top with the alabaster sh- uh, uh, you know shielding on it, incredible yeah.
1: and then you know there's actually eight faces to the pyramid, right? There's a valley that runs down the middle
5: right, yes, uh, yeah, I, I do know that. you can kind of see it in the shadow sometimes. it's very subtle
1: so my theory is that the pyramids were water collection systems. They would pull water out of the air through condensation, and it would drip down the valley, and it would go into cisterns, and it would go into pipes that would feed the city.
5: I mean, that's interesting, but, well, I mean, why would they do that, though? They have the Nile, don't they?
1: Uh,
5: the Nile floods,
1: and then it goes, recedes, and it floods, and it recedes. There's going to be certain times where you're not going to be able to access clean water from the Nile. Plus, the elites aren't going to drink river water. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I I hadn't heard that um, that well, theory just, yet. Uh, I I just thought it up to be honest last week. Oh, interesting. No, I mean I, th- I I've I've seen some pretty strange things about the energy generational aspect of uh, of the pyramids, right in the in the early days of exploration in Egypt before you know, these sites were protected, uh, right. people would go on tours and guides would take them to the top of the pyramid and they would hold a light bulb and the light bulb would turn on, It wouldn't be connected to anything, but it would, it would turn on because there was electricity flowing out through the top of the pyramid. Like there's lots of stories about stuff like that. Uh, so, right. I, you know, I think ancient technology, ancient energy is definitely a, a possibility. I don't think the, the water. Occam,
1: Occam's razor, simplest answer is usually the, the correct one.
5: Yeah. So. Well, I th- I think the simplest answer would be that uh that they're tombs, but I don't I don't think that they're uh well, I think there's a lot there's a lot going on there and I think uh it's definitely worth uh, speculating cuz I definitely don't think that the Egyptologists have a uh, monopoly on knowledge about, you know, ancient Egypt and the the point of the pyramids. Uh but I think you know, but the whole the whole point of Egypt was that it was you know fed by the nile that flooded like on the same day every single year and so the important thing to understand about that is that provided for the incredible stability of egypt and it's reflected in its gods the egyptian gods are very calm creatures by the way i see people in the chat saying horus is a fake bird birds exist but horus doesn't um, but no so you know if you read the if you read gilgamesh the gods of ancient ur and all these you know Uh, the mesopotamian valley there are like crazy gods that constantly lash out and are fighting each other and just like go on rampages for no reason well that's because the rivers in that part of the world couldn't be predicted and would occasionally just wipe out a village for no reason so you know it was this like reality of earth as these people understood it was that the gods of nature were angry and unpredictable and bizarre whereas egypt it was like what happens every time at this year and so you right. could predict it, and so their whole society was, like, more stable and calm, and they believed that the, you know, uh, but the reality... One thing of,
1: you have to remember about those rivers is that they change paths constantly. So yeah. you could build, you could build a, a city right next to it, and within 10 years, that river could be migrating a couple miles away, so...
5: Yeah, well, it, but the thing about the, the Nile was that it was so regular that then if you understood, you know, if you could read the stars and understand date and time which they did very well uh then you could predict when the nile would flood and when you had that knowledge you you know without that knowledge the civilization couldn't function so it you know this is why like the the illuminati traced their origins back to egypt because they understood that egypt existed for four thousand years under the auspices of this priest class who withheld secret knowledge from their underlings. And so they were kept in positions of power because they had the secret knowledge and they could, uh, you know, dazzle and impress their subjects by seeing, you know, the, the eclipse is going to happen tomorrow. And then it happens and they say, see, I'm a prophet. No, they just, they just had the secret knowledge that was withheld from the people underneath them. And so, you know, it lasted, it was a single, single civilization, 4,000 years without even the art style changing in that 4,000 years. That type of permanence is what our elites want for themselves, so they like to hearken back to Egypt, and they go, hey, if, if we just hoard all the knowledge for ourselves and deny it to the people underneath, then that's our source of power. Uh, and that power, of course, came from the regularity of the Nile and the connection to the to the stars that it could be seen. So all, all of this is, uh, is intertwined and all provides a basis for the tyrants that uh, are attempting to take us over now. Uh, but thank you so much for the call, Mike, and uh, I do appreciate it. I was hoping somebody would actually call in about Egypt. I wasn't joking when I when I requested that. Uh, let's go to Adam in Ontario now. We only have about a minute left, uh, Adam, but you're on air about uh, Canadian gun laws. Yes,
11: yeah, so I just wanted to uh, just kind of mention how, you know, Justin Trudeau just did the whole handgun ban, you know, it's going to happen soon. So I think he's a sneaky rat. So I think he's what he's trying to do is get everybody who has a restricted license to buy a firearm, um so they can get the address of those people, because for the last ten years uh you could go buy a not a handgun but a a rifle a long gun, and all you had to do is show you, it's uh, called a pal a license that you know says that you can get it like all you had to do is show you didn't have to cont or copy anything down, so I think it might be a bit of a sneaky way to track people who have guns and because everyone's buying handguns right now everyone who who can are buying
5: them. So, and uh, so they, they basically announced in a month you won't be able to buy handguns knowing that everybody's going to rush out and buy handguns uh and then you think they're like just keeping track of who's buying it I, I i wouldn't be surprised i'm sure they are keeping track of that
11: that's right because there's they've actually sent a law saying that uh if anybody complains about you that the police can come in and take your guns without any warrant so it's kind of all adding up to being real sneaky And you know, i don't trust that uh, puppet that puppet guy so
5: no nor should you in fact uh You've preempted me because that's what I'm going to cover in the next segment. I'll show the videos of uh, Justin Trudeau making some of the most absurd statements he's made, which is an achievement for him. He keeps topping himself. So for the, right. thank you for the call, Adam. Godspeed there in Canada. You guys are uh, – you've got a tyrant to overthrow. It's going to be hard without guns.
10: The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech – and Free Press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, high-quality, storable food is back in stock, ready to ship right now. We've not been selling food for three months because it was taking several weeks for the food to get packaged and delivered to you. Most of their companies are completely out, but now they have a large spectrum of high-quality food ready to ship. Everything you find at preparewithalex.com or preparetoday.com is in stock, ready to ship. So go to preparewithalex.com or preparetoday.com and order your high-quality, storable food right now, ready to ship to you and your family. With the inflation happening, with the food shortages, with the wars, with the collapsing borders, everything's happening, Is one of the most important things you can make is to have high-quality, storeable food, water filtration, air filtration, and more. And it's not just those items. It's hundreds of other high-quality preparedness items and survival items right now at preparewithalex.com that, again, redirects to preparetoday.com. I would not procrastinate, ladies and gentlemen. One of the most important things you can do is get ahead of inflation now because the inflation is just beginning.
2: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
5: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Taking your call, showing you some videos this segment. Reminder: go to InfoWarsStore.com right now if you want to take advantage of our summer super sale. You're getting up to 60% off our top-selling products. And you you know you work at InfoWars for a long time when you say things like 60% off as if that's normal, as if that's a normal thing to hear. It's not normal. It's completely out of the ordinary. How often do you see any items that you buy on sale for more than 10% off? I I remember my girlfriend's mom in high school would uh, collect the the Bed Bath & Beyond coupons that were like 20% off, and they would just stack them. It's like 20% off. You can get 20% off something. That's a fifth off. That's incredible. it's like, well, 60% off. 60% off some of our toxin-selling products. It it really is insane the the savings that you're getting, and it's on some of our best-selling products like Alpha Power, Brain Force Ultra, the vitamin D3 gummies, the ultimate uh, fish oil, the ultimate krill oil. All of these are 40, 50, or 60% off. The immune support, 60% off. Whole food multivitamin is 40% off. That gives you all of the vitamins and nutritions you need in a uh, single supplement you can take in the morning. I think the crew is trying to call me some sort of cartoon doctor. I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I'm simply a uh, health enthusiast help, uh, wanting you to uh, get the help that you need to be as healthy as you possibly can be and the way you do that and save money and support this info war. It's a 720-1080 double backflip victory at InfoWarStore.com. right now. Summer Super Sale is on. Best-selling products. Brainforce Ultra is a total bombshell product and it's what is that, 50 or 40% off? Yeah, 50% off Brain Force Ultra. Try that one. It tastes great and uh, is better than an energy drink, in my opinion. Uh, With that, we go to some videos here. We've got Justin Trudeau, who is just a cartoonish man. Like him and Gavin Newsom is like, if you wake up from a coma, you, you would think you were watching a parody. You would think you were watching some sort of saturday night live simpsons parody of a politician presenting complete nonsense tyranny in the most bland professorial way it's infuriating to anybody who is not soothed and calmed by a a false demeanor right you should be able to see through this It, it really shouldn't be hard you shouldn't have to be suspicious like you don't have to be suspicious of justin trudeau you can even you know, be a liberal and, and believe him on most things. You should – your hair should still stand up on the back of your neck when you hear this bureaucratic doublespeak and this just false persona he puts on. It's just dripping in condescension and self-importance, and normal people shudder at these things. So let's go now to uh, clip number 18. It's Justin Trudeau at the summit of the Americas in California, saying we cannot let these authoritarian forces undermine our democracies and institutions. So we must restrict their rights and seize their bank accounts. Let's watch.
7: We discuss trade and economic growth promoting and protecting democracy this, this weird looking action, steve Irwin equality, cosplayer in the background q
5: rights she looks like uh, she's drugged of are you being people. held hostage ma'am if, if you're being held hostage you should uh, nod creepily sure oh look there it is yeah nod like a weirdo if you're being held hostage this is
7: something we talked about during the roundtable i hosted I knew it. with progressive leaders on wednesday with barbados belize chile ecuador and jamaica we're continuing our work to eradicate poverty strengthen the middle class, address food shortages, and grow truly equitable economies, ones that are diverse, with true gender equality, uh, true gender and racial equity and equality. This week, we also discussed challenges like global inflation. Everyone agrees that we need to do more to make life more affordable for our citizens. It starts with strong, inclusive institutions that underpin our work to tackle the many challenges we face. We can't let authoritarian forces undermine our democracies or institutions, including online. We were very clear that Canada is committed to help safeguard democracy in the digital age, and will continue to stand up for human rights, media freedom, and equality.
5: Like, you understand, what what we just saw is just the modern version of a Hitler speech. Like, you get that if Hitler was around these days, if he was in the modern world, it wouldn't be, we will wage total war and we will take them down and they will not stop us. It would be, we're involved in creating a more inclusive society for all Germans. It'd be the same program. It'd be the same initiatives being proposed. It'd be the same restrictions. It'd be the same limitations and authoritarianism. authoritarianism. It's just, this is the modern way of doing it, is the way Justin Trudeau is doing it. About diversity and inclusion. Like when you hear him talking in this pleasant sort of NPR sp- preschool teacher voice what i hear in the background is just satan laughing right just cackling you just hear just like you will surrender all of your goods to us we will own everything you will own nothing we will have guns you will be defenseless right like that's all you need to hear that's what's really being said to you right now i hope we can all recognize this Uh, i mean you want to talk about getting a blackout on buzzword bingo That, that was it right there just diversity. Like <laughs> I could be president of Canada. Why not? Can I be president of Canada? Here, here, this is my uh, this is my tryout here. Diversity, inclusion, protecting democracy from authoritarianism. Seize their bank accounts. Disarm the dissidents. You cannot speak up to us. Your protests are illegal. Stomp the protester with a horse. Diversity. <laughs> acceptance gay <laughs> it's just it's just buzzwords like there was no substance there there's nothing substantive nothing good nothing important nothing revolutionary no actual proposals to what the actual effects of these initiatives will be just buzzwords protecting democracy from authoritarianism hand over all of your money your rights your guns and your children just hope you can see through this. Don't let their mask fool you, okay? Hey, speaking of mask, here is again just Justin Trudeau just politicking all over everybody's face, just spewing his rhetoric into your face as if, as if we don't see what he's doing, as if we're so stupid that we can't see the forest for the trees. I mean it's just – hilarious. Here he is being asked a pretty simple question. You're imposing mandates and restrictions on the Canadian people based on COVID, but you've been gallivanting around the war, uh, world, not adhering to any of these restrictions. How do you justify that? What do you think his answer is? You think he even approaches the question? Of course not. Not even close. Let's watch.
4: Your government continues to support mask mandates in the House of Commons and in federally regulated places like airports, for example. But it appears that you wear a mask inconsistently and depending on different situations. The Ontario government is lifting the remaining mask mandates very shortly. Do you still believe that a mask mandate should be in place? And if so, in what types of situations?
7: First of all, I understand how tired everyone is of the pandemic. Of the, not you, you know, though. Rules and restrictions. That the we rules and restrictions that you
5: flaunt—that's—that
7: was the question, sir. But most people understand sir. that this pandemic is not over yet. Okay,
5: but why are you
7: flaunting the rules you're putting on everybody hospitals else? Hospitals filled with people suffering tremendous consequences. We continue to see yeah, people more are suffering consequences. Why we don't you wear to a mask? Run the risk of new variants.
5: Okay. Why don't you wear Every a mask?
7: Step of the way, we will continue to Let's be see. guided by the very best science. Oh, best we can, science. But why don't you wear
5: a mask when you're making everybody else? And
7: primary responsibility is to make sure we're doing everything we can to keep people safe.
5: Okay, but does it keep you safe? Because why don't you wear a mask? Do you not want to keep yourself safe? You're not trying to keep the people around you safe? Answer the question, Justin. Again, it would just be – just sometimes, just every once in a while, I just fantasize what would it be like to be a liberal? What would it be like to be able to get away with this sort of stuff? To just impose – Completely pointless, baseless, tyrannical measures on your citizens that you completely flout and completely ignore and completely are not subject to. And then when you're asked about this, point blank, you just ramble for a minute about we're all sick and tired of this. I, I mean it's, it would just be so easy. It would be so easy. My God. I'd love to see some of these politicians have to actually think on their feet and actually be held to account – for things it's, it's the it's entirely the media's fault for letting them get away with this sort of stuff when you ask them a question and they just ramble about something else for a minute you don't, don't just nod okay it's just that's what happens right you're you're forcing children to wear a mask but you are traveling on the world not wearing a mask so what's up with that well i believe that the science is the most important thing and then covid is we're all tired of COVID, and they're just like, oh, okay, right. I forgot my question, so I'll take that answer as a yes. What is going on? But just so we know, folks, Canada is protecting democracy from authoritarianism by restricting everyone's rights, silencing dissent, confiscating the goods and, and you know, livelihood of people who disagree with the state because can't survive.
8: So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com.